Welcome to the eighth episode of Profs Radio, the show to A-star your business by learning from entrepreneurs on experience how to solve problems. I'm your host, Peter Martin, director of Profs.biz, the only digital company you need to run your business easier, quicker, and cheaper. Today, we have marketing and podcast expert, Chris Huskins. Good morning, Chris. Do you want to say hi to the listeners and tell them about what you do? Hello, thanks for having me. And, and yeah, hi to all the listeners. Thanks very much. Um, I'm a, someone says a jack of all trades. I like to think I'm a master of them all as well, but that's probably more <laughs> arrogance than anything else. Um, but I, I like to think myself as well. My, my Twitter bio says human marketer podcaster, um, probably in that order. <laughs> I like then, it. <laughs> I like to keep it simple, but I mean, my, my latest projects I'm working on is making everything in marketing more simple. Um, if you check out the latest video I did on overwhelm, it shows all the things that, that are happening that we all should be doing in a film like flies coming through the door. And then there's insertion of adverts, even in Netflix and TV shows. And then there's the bot that we should have and the Facebook we should be doing. And, and that's not even mentioning all of the social media platforms and all of the different tools it gets stressful and overwhelming. And so my thing was to, to, to really try and simplify that down for businesses that, that want to put their time into actually making money and growing their businesses, not just spend their time marketing. It's really good. It's always good to keep it simple. I like how you took them <laughs> I'm a simple person. Complicate it. <laughs> yeah. oh, just need to get the message out there. All nice and simple. People don't want anything complicated. Too much choices these days, isn't there? <laughs> that's exactly it. And that's the, that is the fundamental problem. Um, but there, there, there's hope. That's the thing. There's hope because you can break it down into to sort of three simple points. And it's just thinking about what people want. And if you can that's work that out, then, then you don't need all these fancy new tools or fancy hundred ways of doing things. You just pick the one that works best for your, your customer. That's the one. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have no, <laughs> no worries about saying my age because I'm 30 years old and I've had 21 jobs, um, which everyone goes, did you start working at nine? And I didn't. I started working at 13. But I've just not, um, I've just liked to try a lot of things and I've worked in a lot of industries. Um, and I spent a lot of time in retail management, building businesses for, for Tesco, for, for game, the, the game, uh, uh, yeah, the game company. And um, what I discovered is the one thing I love was, was really doing something a bit different to help grow a business. Then I realized I didn't want to do any of that at all. And I wanted to go and do my childhood dream of becoming a radio presenter. <laughs> um, and I did that and I did it for seven years and it was great fun. Um, However, I don't think everyone should try and do what they wanted to be when they were like knee height, because it's not as always as magical as, as you first imagined. Um, and so I, I left that world and I, I discovered podcasting, which allowed me to be as creative as I wanted to be without having to read out a sales message when I was told to or play a song I didn't like. <laughs> um, and, and the amazing thing about that is that I discovered another thing that I love and that is making great content. So when I sort of looked back, when I left that, um, and, and I stopped with my podcasting company a couple of years ago now, I looked and I thought, well, what do I want to do? And I discovered that the two things I love has been growing businesses and creating content. And, and luckily we live in a world where that means I can do marketing. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a, like a very interesting journey. 
Yeah, I mean, it was great fun. Look, I'm never going to say that being a radio presenter isn't fun. It was, it was good fun, and I got to work with some amazing people. I did radio shows with the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the man of the mullet, Pat Sharp, from the 80s, which was really good fun. Um, and uh, I did radio shows with some really good BBC comedians, and it was always good. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't quite there for me. No. Uh, as we know, uh, you seem to have uh, experienced in different businesses, so you've probably come across the many challenges that that presents. Yeah. Um, is there a challenge that you've come across in your business that you can share with all the listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I've got four different businesses at the moment and they all have their own challenges, but there's one that has come up lately that has really... Um, been across them all and the more people I speak to about this problem the more people seem to be having it and it's it's kind of tackling the time for money scenario that we all sort of hit and there's a certain point we might have a service that we charge per the hour or or, or we get paid by the hour and you start to realize there's a, only a limit to that we, we, we all need to sleep we all need to eat we all need to have a life and so we don't want to be doing a hundred hour weeks to make more money and so I kind of looked at it and thought well I need to grow these businesses, but I can't clone myself and I can't, I can't get Bernard's watch. Um, there's another eighties reference to pause time. Um, I need to find a different way. And I discovered, uh, there was a brilliant talk by a guy called Richard Tubb, who I, who I found out about outsourcing, looking at growing teams. And that's something I just started to do, uh, late last year. Um, so I've grown out teams that do the things that, I'm not amazing at. I found the best people that do it and they do those things and I do the things that I love and that I think I'm good at. And that has just been the biggest shift I've ever seen in business um, from, from all the jobs or all the things that I've, I've ever done. I think that it's allowed, I thought when I did it, obviously you think, oh no, I'm going to have to spend all this money to pay people to do these things and that's going to put me massively out of pocket. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to set it up for sort of three months. I'll know I'll have to pay out this amount of money to get it done. But hopefully three months after that, I'll see a return. And in actual fact, it was within one month. I was making more than I was personally, but still paying all these people at the same time. And it was just this weird light bulb moment. I wasn't sure how it happened, but by focusing on what I'm good at, it's allowed me to, 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 to outsource all the other things and grow the business. And so I feel like, um, yeah, I cracked that sort of time for money conundrum that we all go through just by being brave and giving it a go. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. There's the thing I'm constantly seeing on things like LinkedIn and it's everybody's got the same 24 hours. So you should be able to achieve. And, and, and I, I absolutely hate it when people say everybody's got the same amount of time. Well, actually, what if you have children? There's time that you have to take away to invest into your children. What mm. if you don't drive? And half an hour journey can easily become a two-hour journey. Yes. So it might take you, you know, extra time to go networking. And, and we, we are all in this time for money thing, particularly, like you said, when you sell hours. And that, oh, we all have the 24 hours. You should all be able to achieve the same as everybody else. It, it, it just doesn't work. But you are no. right when you touched on there. There's things that we can implement to to help us solve that um, it. i mean you have to be smart with the time i mean we live in what i could keep calling the hustle nation as and and, and as, as as popular as gary v is he's promoted this hustle thing where the idea is that you have to work 
so, so, so many hours. And it's just not true. You need to have the drive. You need to put in hard work, but you don't need to run yourself into an early grave doing it. I mean, we need to be able to enjoy any money that we make and enjoy the things that are important to us. And, and have it saying that everyone has the same 24 hours just is, is, is incredibly ignorant um, because we really don't. And you only have to look at extremes of that in that, well, it only takes me 30 seconds to go and gla- glass of water, but there are parts of the world where it takes someone eight hours to walk to get the family's water. And that's that. just looking at it from that point of view means that we certainly do not all have the same 24 hours at all. And I think we need to Absolutely. appreciate that. Absolutely true. Just before we find out how you've resolved that issue, mm. I'd just like to take a minute to let the, the listeners know of our community, Entrepreneur Profs, where you can meet other entrepreneurs and learn from them as well as find the tools that we recommend. Just go to entrepreneur.profs.biz. You'll also, you can also join our free Entrepreneur Profs Facebook group. So Chris, we were talking uh, a bit before about obviously let's free up our time and, and outsourcing is a great way of doing that. And it's a great way to also increase your productivity once you've uh, reduced that time. Plus, it's a great way of getting rid of all the stuff we don't want to do and we're not good at. <laughs> How yeah. have you solved that in, in your business? And is there any kind of software or tools that have helped you do that? A hundred percent. Well, the main thing I did was just to stop being such a control freak (laughs) and stop thinking that I was the best at doing it, which, which I didn't, I didn't have an ego problem over, but I was like, well, I do it in this specific way. And for so long, I've made money from clients doing it my way. So I had to sort of shift that mindset and say, look, I can get some people that are probably better at this than me. And we can find a middle ground between their way and my way that the client's going to be more happy with because they got more people working on it. And so that was, that was a real breakthrough. And when I started to do that, I then was able to do exactly what you just said in that I could go, right, I don't, well, I don't want to do that. I don't like doing that. It genuinely gives me a stressful day. So I'll outsource that. And that's how it started. Outsource the things I didn't want to do. Then outsource the things that took the most time, which really wasn't that valuable compared to what I want to be doing and outsource them. And in answer to your question about a piece of piece of software, I could not do it without the, uh, the messaging solution Slack. And I think there's, it's easy to have a big team if you've got an office in the middle of the country and you're all working together all the time. But realistically, that's not how we work nowadays. It's not cost effective. I certainly couldn't afford to go and buy an office and hire 20 people full time. Um, and, I, and I don't want to because I want people to be able to work from the comfort of their own home. It allows us to, to change those problems we we're just talking about of the 24 hours. Well, Working nine to five, it's not necessarily the way that works anymore. People have children. They don't want to drive at rush hour because their 30 minutes does take them two hours. So we can allow people to be flexible. But that gives its own problems of how do we communicate? How do we work together with those different times? How do we work with people abroad? And Slack brings just it all together. It's basically my version of an office, but online. Um, even to the point where I have like a, a random channel where we can just have water cooler conversations and show each, show each other silly memes. But then we've got <laughs> a page for doing the podcast and doing this and doing that and bookkeeping. And so all the team actually comes into the different Slack channels I have so they can work together on the processes. So sometimes I don't even need to really be involved. And that is, it's just been so, so powerful. It's all been, well, yeah. I, 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 if I met the guy who made Slack, I might have to, yeah, at least buy him a beer or two. <laughs> it's good that's, that you got to that stage. That, that's the stage everyone wants to get at, isn't it? Where the business side just runs itself, whether you're there or not. 
and it's just amazing. <laughs> well, that would be fantastic. <laughs> get to that point, yeah. I think it's the guy oh, yeah. who creates a load of, I think it's running gear or it might be Caramore or something. He basically plans six months holidays a year, <laughs> which I don't think I could ever do. I, the guilt would get better of me. <laughs> um, there's a fantastic story he tells when he's on one of his six months <clears throat> and one of his warehouses burns down. And his staff know not to call him, but they did. And they said, look, one of the warehouses burned down. He said, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm on holiday. You sort it out. <laughs> I don't know that I could ever do that, but he's obviously got the, the, the lesson is he's got the processes in place and the right people in place to, to trust them to sort it out. And uh, yeah, that's, that's an extreme case. But wow, what that feeling would be like would be amazing. I, c- I couldn't do that at all, particularly for six months. I-, I like to have my fingers on the strings. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I said, I'm a control freak. I'm letting go of a few of the strings at the moment, but then they're, they're not having the whole guitar just yet. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a hard one. It is. It absolutely is. So you, when you were introducing yourself, you touched a little bit on marketing overwhelm. Mm. What would be your tip for somebody with marketing overwhelm? And, and what exactly do you describe marketing overwhelm as? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a good timing because I've just released the first video which goes through marketing overwhelm. Um, I spent about 10 hours filming the first minute of that video because I went out filming. Uh, I filmed loads of flyers coming through a letterbox and I went out filming billboards. The wife had to drive me around in the car whilst I filmed billboards and uh, I filmed myself watching Netflix and just created this video that just showed all the different marketing that, that we're meant to be doing and all the online gurus are telling us to do. And that is overwhelm for me. You, you go, <laughs> I'm stubborn, right? So if someone says I have a hundred things to do, I won't do any of them. Just, just the way I am. I'm like, no, well, it's too much. I'm just going to watch Netflix. And the video kind of alludes to that. And the amazing thing is that if you go, ah, now I'm just going to go and watch Netflix or Amazon Prime, well, you're going to end up watching an advert or some marketing anyway, um, because it's in there. So you can't get away from it. But there is a there is a sort of a bit of hope in that we can simplify it all. No one wants us to, none of the people that are providing marketing sort of services or platforms, and it really want us to simplify it. But it comes down to three simple points. If as a business owner, you can work out who your customer is and, and study that, work it out properly, mm-hmm. find out what language they speak. And I don't mean just French or Spanish, but the way that they talk, the things that work with them, the other brands that they sort of associate. So people that would um, shop at Marks and Spencer's are used to hearing a different kind of language to those that, that wear Nike running trainers, maybe is an extreme example. So just working out the language they speak and then figuring out where they hang out. And if that is at local mums groups, or if that is on LinkedIn, or if that is that they watch YouTube videos, or even if they exclusively use Groupon to buy things, if you figure out who they are, the way they speak, and then you go where they are and speak to them the way that they want to be spoken to, then that's marketing. And that is as simple as it needs to be. And if you think along those three lines, it simplifies it all. You know who your customer is, the way that they talk, and where to go. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I need to be in the newspaper, I need to be on radio, I need to be on Facebook, I need to be on LinkedIn. You go, okay, well, I'm looking for business clients that are in a business environment that's B2B. They're on LinkedIn. We know that's the B2B platform. And they want they don't want holiday snaps and they don't want to be talked about Drake's latest video on on in music or something. They want to talk about business and they want to talk about this. So I know how to find them and how to speak to them. 
marketing's kind of solved. And when I speak to, to clients about this, they go, so what are we actually paying you for? I say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just don't telling tell them you don't know. Crikey. I, I don't know. Like, if you do these three <laughs> things and you're welcome to do them yourself, then you don't need me. Um, normally they go, no, 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 no. We still want you to do it. <laughs> but that's the thing. If you simplify it right down to that, it, it's a lot less scary, I think. It is. There's no point overcomplicated. Business is simple, really. I'm yeah, I'm a simple person, so I have to keep things simple. I just confuse myself otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that. And lastly, what is your favorite software or tool that you would most recommend? Now, I mentioned Slack once, so I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna get away with mentioning it again. But the reason that I'm gonna bring it up is that there's a load of people like me that love it. And it's almost like Marmite. And there's a load of people that just go, oh, I can't really get on with it. And I know that there's a lot of people I speak to that have this. And I think the one thing I would say is go and get it. You'll think, oh, okay, this is just a chat solution. Um, it's another Facebook messenger or WhatsApp or even email. But then I'd say click into the integrations. You can use the integrations tools to do incredible things you can have it uh send you a little message of the updated line in a spreadsheet that's something really simple so whenever someone updates a spreadsheet you can plug it into to-do lists like trello or asana so that it's you can basically run it all from one place and you can even if you're if you're technical in any way or you look at some of the other integrations you can build little integrations that go into it as well so one of my companies has just put together or is putting together the beta of something that pulls all communication into one place so soon we'll be able to have our emails all in slack and we'll be able to reply to them in there we'll have our text messages we'll have our facebook messages we'll have our whatsapp all in one place and from my point of view that's incredible because if that's coming in from customers and i'm not available then my team can pick up those messages and reply to them rather than sitting in my phone or in my in my email inbox and i'm just forgetting to look at them for for a period of time and so what is that um integration called i think i've seen something <laughs> there is one out there that's a little bit of that um we're building something else which uh, is called pillar box um but it's just in its beta testing stage um so it will be it will be out there soon um and it's going to be yeah really powerful i'm so excited just to use it myself let alone <laughs> um show anyone else what it can do excellent so like you said you did mention slack twice do you have another one you <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, could, do you know what? I could talk tools for, for hours and hours and hours. Um, I think, oh, blimey, I could. It depends how, <laughs> how we want to go. I mean, what do I use every single day? I would say that uh, another one that I use massively is called Brain Toss. Okay. I don't know if you know the app. There's an app called Brain Toss. It's about two or three quid. Um, and it basically is it's for your smartphone and it looks so simple. It's got a button for email, button for voice and a button for picture. And it's just for me, you just press it. So if I press the voice button within seconds, I can record that voice. And let, as soon as I let go of the button, it pings it straight into my inbox. So it's straight into my email inbox. And in actual fact, what I use it for is sort of a waiting room of ideas. I get very excited by things um, and I come up with ideas and I need them to go into somewhere. And then my Gmail puts that into a little folder called waiting room. It automatically does that. So whenever an idea, I 
ping it straight into there and it puts it in waiting room. And I'm only allowed to look at those every seven days so that I don't get overexcited. And I know you can, you can do voice memos and things with, with any device, but it's just the, the one press power of that. You don't have to record a voice memo, then hit share and then hit email, then type your email in. It's just done. And so that can be done with, with just a voice memo or a, or a message I'm thinking about whilst I'm traveling or a picture of something just to, to spur my memory. And it's amazing how that's helped me sort of not forget stuff, but also stop me from getting overexcited when I, well, when I see another tool normally that I should use. <laughs> you, you sound like the same as me. I, I love kind of moving on from building one thing to then building another thing. Um, I then often forget that I have to sell things <laughs> once I've built them because I like to, so I've kind of done a very similar thing with a with a waiting room. I like the efficiency of yours where you just speak into it mm. and it sends your uh, inbox. Mine's probably a bit more long winded. I generally just write them down in Google Keep, so I have a a section there called waiting room, and that's kind of got all the things I'm trying to resist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the best idea i used to do it i was terrible for it and it's probably why i failed in things before i just get overexcited i try to implement new systems and i found myself spending more time implementing a system for something than it takes to just do the thing um, yeah. and so yeah i had to i had to get over my own sort of shiny things overwhelm or the, the magpie overwhelm as i call it <laughs> <laughs> oh dear before you go, how can people connect with you? And is there anybody you would recommend that we interview for this podcast? Absolutely. Um, how long have we got? <laughs> Just start off with, I would say, look, find me. I'm at chrishuskins.com. That's Huskins with a U, H-U-S-K-I-N-S. Not, not the equivalent of Bob Hoskins or the Garden Center Haskins, which is how I normally get, get remembered. Um, uh, but I'm on any social media platform. And if, if you are frustrated with any of your marketing or overwhelm, I'm not going to sell to you. I'm just going to say, go and watch that video. Cause if nothing else, it feels like a support circle of people going, I get it. It's, it's frustrating. Um, and you can say that you can find that on, on YouTube, which is Chris Huskins simplifying marketing as for people to come on the show. Well, we could, we could go on for, for a long period of time, but I would definitely say someone that, that is just standing out in everything that, that I'm doing at the moment. And has really helped me is a guy called John Asperian. And he's known for his copywriting, but he is the fountain of knowledge on LinkedIn. He's, he's an amazing guy of just focusing on one marketing platform. So he's focused completely on LinkedIn. He's forgotten about all the others that we've, we've just spoken about being overwhelming and he just rocks it. Absolutely rocks it. And if I ever have any um, need to solve a problem, I, I'm sure that, that John will have the answer. So I would say he's a great guy for the podcast. He's just been on a blog post, I think of the top 100 social media influencers along with big names like the guy from Shark Tank, uh, mm. Richard Branson uh, and all that. And he was actually on this list of, of those 100. <laughs> and you know what? He deserves big to week, be there. Actually. He was very pleased himself with John. <laughs> yes. He 100% uh, definitely deserves to one. be there, but he's also a copywriter. So I'm not convinced he didn't write the blog. <laughs> I'm, listening, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask him when we get him on the podcast um, you mentioned the website do you just also want to mention about the free podcast uh, platform that you have 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have uh, obviously I've been involved in podcasting after radio. I started a podcast company, and we're not part I'm not part of that company anymore. However. I launched a, a podcasting membership site. So it helps you to plan, build, or grow a podcast that, that you'll absolutely love. And uh, a couple of months ago now, probably six months ago, I made it a free one because I'm part of the free education movement um, and helping to promote education being free. So I made it free. So you can go to podtips.pro. So that's P-O-D-T-I-P-S dot P-R-O. Um, it's completely free to join. Um, and it, yeah, it's there with a load of courses. It has webinars. It has uh, even one-to-one time where you can book in some time to, to solve any podcasting problems you have. So um, whether you're getting started or, or looking to grow, it's there. That's amazing that you're willing to give so much value for free in support of that free education movement. Uh, hence, Thank I really you. wanted to, to give that a plug. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming onto this podcast and giving so much value that, that you have today. Uh, remember listeners to check out our community and facebook group go and a star your business today